Alright everybody, welcome to episode 26 of NPC Talk. My name is Inkernaut, and today is October 8th, 2015. And today I am here with my first time guest, well okay, not first time guest, first time online guest because he was here locally last time. Johnny, how are you doing today? Good, Chris. Uh, thanks for having me back. It's uh, always a pleasure to be here again. It is so great having you back, Johnny. Um, but before we dive into things on NPC Talk News, I had my three episodes ready for when I go on to my family vacation, leaving tomorrow. But I I got them recorded, but then I didn't kind of like go through them and like, you know, edit the intros and stuff. So they're not ready. I can't upload them when I'm gone. I'm so sorry, guys. You'll have to survive the rest of October without NPC Talk. And then when November comes back, we're going right back into the swing of things. But for tonight, we are talking about uh, an event that happened quite recently, TwitchCon. And so, uh, Johnny, why don't you hit us off? What, what the heck is TwitchCon? Well, uh, TwitchCon is short for Twitch Conference. And as the name implies, it's a conference for people who uh, either stream over Twitch or uh, you know, listen or watch the videos over Twitch. And mm. uh, for some of your viewers out there that uh, don't know, Twitch is actually a website where a lot of gamers um, can, they, they actually congregate on this website where they can just basically stream what they're playing. So um, anyone could do it. Anyone could just sign up for an account and um, start start uh, streaming their desktop and other people just join in and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's quite a recent phenomenon, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so for the viewers out there, it's uh, www.twitch.tv. And it's like, yeah, it's like a, str- it's a streaming website like made for gamers. And they, the gamer, the people who are streaming, if they're really popular, they can get revenue through ads or having subscribers um, and all these different methods. Um, and yeah, it, it really is a new phenomenon, and uh, I know I wanted to kind of do an episode on how like gaming technology has evolved and like the differences in watching these people play versus actually playing them because it, it kind of becomes like a a weird polarizing argument where people are like, you know, why would I watch a gamer when I could be playing the video game, right? But it, it's a different experience, so I don't know. I like Twitch a lot. But, yeah, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because um, I remember in one of your earlier podcasts, like uh, one of your guests had brought up the whole, um, you know, I was player one and my little brother was player two. Or <laughs> sometimes like uh, the, 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 the guest would be actually the player two and thought he was playing. I mean, I think the same thing applies here. Basically, you know, um, you, you have a streamer who... Uh, is playing the game and then you're the viewer it's basically like watching someone else play the game but yeah instead of being right next to them you're watching over your computer yeah 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 um yeah and one one thing really neat about twitch is the um is that you know a bunch of people are watching it and so (laughs) there's a twitch chat on the side and everyone can chat with each other and the and the streamer can see the chat and so he can kind of um, respond to questions by the viewers and you know like um, get advice from the viewers and stuff and so a lot of streamers have done like some really neat like interactive things of like you know voting for what game I should play next or like 
you know, tell me what decision I should make based on uh, based on the votes or like based on what the viewers say. Um, generally, Twitch chat is known for being incredibly like like trolly and uh, what's it called like uh, very pranksterish on <laughs> each other and on the streamer and stuff. And yeah. so it's a lot of spam. Yeah, a lot of spam, a lot of nonsense, a lot of things like you just don't just ignore <laughs> Twitch chat because it's so like out there but i mean there there are some really cool things that can come with it too so yeah yeah i i you know that's it's funny because um you know some of these more popular streamers they would actually set rules saying okay you shouldn't put uh you know uh, you shouldn't say inappropriate comments uh you you shouldn't make the lenny face or you know just just things that uh basically try to uh, filter away the, the spammers. I'm not sure if they actually have controls over that, but it seems like for the most part, people try to abide by the rules and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There, There's like a, a bot that can kind of moderate that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, uh, I, I thought I'd bring this up, but I remember maybe about a year ago, there's this thing called Twitch Plays Pokemon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that, that was when I really first got into Twitch um, and really understood like the power and, and just like the, the reach it has over the internet because it was the first time I think where uh, you know like literally tens of thousands of people gathered together to participate not only viewing uh, the, this one game of Pokemon but they all kind of had a say they, they had a, like a Basically, they, they were able to control the character all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Dude, Switch News <laughs> Pokemon's the best. <laughs> so, like, how it worked was some guy figured out, like, he made a script so that when you type in a command, like, up, down, A or B or whatever, um, it would, that command would happen in, in the game. And so the stream itself was just Pokemon uh, Red or Blue. And people people in the chat would just be spamming commands and um and ba- and basically the character would just listen to these random commands and like crazy things would happen like the community which yeah. is like yeah incredibly chaotic yeah. would like try to get together and be like okay okay we have to like you know uh evolve evolve our ev into flareon right <laughs> and, like and like in the process they like they like try almost like dropped zapdos or something <laughs> like or like almost release Zapdos, <laughs> or like something ridiculous, and so like all these like crazy memes and like these crazy things like praise Helix and all that yeah. stuff, like that all came from Twitch based Pokemon. A, a, a whole lore came out of the the, the whole like Twitch plays Pokemon. Like basically, they put the users create a story out of this like nonsensical yeah charade of you know trying to beat the game, and I, I think. Um, I think the main, the first Pokemon that the person, the, the I don't even know what you call it, the user had chosen was a Charmander, and you know, like every time you uh, either catch a Pokemon or get a Pokemon, um, you get to rename the Pokemon, and so because there were so many people just inputting random commands, uh, I think this Charmander ended up being called like A B B B B B B K, and uh, people. Use the, the the name Abby for short, <laughs> <laughs> and then they they also had like um, different names for the different Pokemon. I think for they, they the Flareon was called the False Prophet, and, right? <laughs> yeah, and then the 
Pidgeot was well. It was it started as a Pidgey, then evolved into Pidgeotto, and obviously the a Pidgeot. Um, that was called the what was it called? It was like um, Bird Jesus. That's right. Bird oh yeah, Bird Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <Do> you remember <laughs> that? <laughs> Bird Jesus, and then and then yeah, there was the whole thing about like uh, the the Helix. I think in the game, um, at some point in the game, you received this like Helix fossil. And the idea is that you would be able to revive, uh, take the DNA from that helix fossil and bring it back to life into a Kabuto. Right. Um, but because uh, people would press, uh, people would write in start and press A, press up, press down, press left, um, what, what ends up happening is like the, the user actually presses the helix fossil and then says, oh, there doesn't seem to be any use right now. And, um, you know, people are like taking it as a kind of a joke and using that as like, oh, you know, the... The uh, the you know Ash uh, is actually looking at uh, the, the the fossil and like worshiping it because he <laughs> looks at it so many times. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, yeah. So for those of you who who've never like experienced Twitch Twitch plays Pokemon, the my my recommendation for all of you is is don't like don't <laughs> don't go into that like that chaos realm because it's crazy. But I would recommend looking up Twitch Plays Pokemon on like a Wikipedia or like a website where they kind of like uh, summarize the whole like everything that right. happened. Right. It's just it's just so creative and so funny. Yeah. Like it's great. I think you know I think one of my Facebook friends even um even posted a picture of someone who wrote, who wrote Praise Helix in like a yeah. UC Berkeley like bathroom stall. <laughs> it's like yeah. oh my gosh like what the heck. Yeah. I, I know I know that like a lot of my friends who normally don't even play video games or or uh, pay attention to Pokemon or let alone like a bunch of people streaming the game Pokemon really got into it. They they started um, you know browsing the the subreddit to Twitch plays Pokemon and mm. I think one of my friends even wrote like an actual paper on uh, Twitch po- uh, plays Pokemon. Wow! Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, it's. It's a real thing, man. <laughs> um, okay, so so moving on to the conference that yeah. has come out from this excellent website. Yeah. Um, first of all, when when was TwitchCon? Uh, TwitchCon happened about uh, two weeks ago, I think. Let me let me see. I don't know if I have the exact date on me. It was uh, yes, it's September twenty sixth, two thousand fifteen. So um, it's about what two weeks ago? Two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so, what what was the conference about? Like, I don't even understand myself. What, why you would have a conference about people playing video games? Uh, I think it's kind of like any other conference where basically the idea is to bring together a, a well-established community and just have them give them a place to interact with each other physically. You know, it's it's nice to be able to see each other. Uh, on over Skype or over over the Twitch uh, stream, but at the end of the day, it's it's so much more fun when you can bring uh, a community of gamers into one space and uh, people talking about different things, showcasing the latest games, or um, even meeting some of the famous streamers that you see on uh, Twitch.tv. Actually, like um, I thought that was going to be the uh, the 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 crux of the event where. Basically, all the the top you know Twitch streamers are there talking or or at a booth that you can meet and greet. But um, to my surprise, like it was much much bigger than that. Oh, yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, so what were some of the things you saw over there at TwitchCon? Uh, well, uh, there were, I, I think, well, whether it should be warranted that I was surprised or not, uh, there were a lot of, like, uh, booths related to video games. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's been, like, to be honest, like, it's been a while since I've logged on to Twitch.tv, but it seems like um, nowadays it's still very, very centrally focused on uh, video games. And um, at first, I, I thought it was more just like a, a general streaming website, but that, that's not true at all because as soon as you walk through the, the doors of the, uh, the expo floor, um, you, the first thing you would see is like this big giant um, poster of, you know, S StarCraft II. Uh, I think I think Azella was on on the, the big giant poster. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, that Blizzard was only one of the few gaming companies that actually showed up. You know, I saw... I saw this um, new game called Paladins. I'm, I'm actually not sure who who created it, um, but they, it, it's sort of like a, uh, a Team Fortress 2 clone or some spin-off of it or huh, interesting. something along those lines where basically each character is uh, has its own, their own ability and they're pitting off against each other in like a deathmatch sort of um, game and everything is first person shooter and there's a sort of a cartoon look to it um, as opposed to something um, like call of duty or something more gritty um are you, are you thinking of overwatch by any chance no it's not overwatch overwatch oh. is the one by blizzard palettes yeah. is uh it's another game oh interesting huh yeah and it seemed pretty popular because their booth is it took up a, a quite a lot of uh, space I think um, I, was, I was talking to some of the, the people that went there. Uh, apparently, like not a whole lot of people knew about it because on Friday, which is when the, the TwitchCon first happened, mm -hmm. um, they only had a few people uh, lining up to you know test drive the, the the beta. But by the time I arrived, which was I I only went by the way by on Saturday for a few hours, like sometime like after lunch, so. Um, during during those hours, like I, I saw a bunch of um, gamers, like literally, it was wrapping around the entire um, booth area mm -hmm. just so they can um, go play this over, uh, not not garage, I'm sorry, this Paladins game. Huh. So I, I I mean I think it might be big when when it comes out, but right now it seems relatively unknown. It looks really cool though. I I wish I got a chance to um, go test it out because. I just didn't want to wait in line. Like if the line looked like it was going to go for about an hour or longer. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Also, um, I, I think earlier that day they had a tournament of Paladins going on somewhere on the second floor, I believe. I, I mean, I saw the aftermath of it, so I didn't actually get to witness the, the tournament itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, so... If I get my Twitch.tv history correct, I believe Twitch.tv is um, is like it used to be. It used to be Justin.tv, which was like your basic online yeah. TV site, and then they and then I think Justin.tv made Twitch.tv as a side site, which was just for gaming. So as far as I know, Twitch.tv is should just be for video games. Like, uh, I see. I don't think they're. Yeah, I don't think anything else is on there. Um, unless they like expanded, but uh, I mean, it, even if they did, like everyone uses it for video games. So, um, yeah, I, I think, 
if I'm not mistaken, that's what it's for. But um, I also heard that it, because Twitch TV got so popular, they mm-hmm. just decided to shut down Justin.tv altogether and go with Twitch. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I could be wrong, but e- either way, like no one talks about Justin TV anymore. People talk about Twitch TV. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm on the wiki. Yeah, it says in August 5th, 2014, yeah. the original Justin.tv site was shut down. Ah, uh-huh, there you go. Yeah, interesting. That's really, really neat. Yeah. And uh, and in more news, August 25th, 2014, Amazon.com acquired Twitch for a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. Yeah, that was big news when it happened. Wow, I think um, YouTube was actually trying to buy Twitch TV Ooh. at one point, but you know, deal the deal fell through. And in, in some ways, I think it's probably better that way. Um, Given that you know you won't see as nearly as many um, advertisements if if it had been um, acquired by by Google instead. Right, right. Uh, but now that explains a lot. Like I was, I was there. There was actually a a um, an Amazon booth. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think what they call these little booths were were called gaming lab gaming mm-hmm. labs. So Intel had a gaming lab and. Of course, any gaming company would have their own gaming lab, but they would call it that because it's usually just centered around their own uh, proprietary game. Right. But for Amazon, they they had their own gaming lab, and um, uh, of course, like with Amazon, they wanted to give away free goodies. Right. Right. So, uh, I, I so I stood in line with so I went with my coworker, and um, so we stood in line, and the first thing they did was they gave us a pin saying that, oh, okay, you, if someone that's walking around randomly. Um, happens to approach you and you know you have this pin then we'll give you a prize of some sort awesome yeah yeah, it's it's really cool but you know i think we were there a little bit too late so we never actually got uh, no one actually ever approached us but that's okay they did give us a voucher to um to to for a discount on amazon.com that's related to gaming bundles Uh, right and i i mean i i'd uh, I, well, I haven't used it yet, but you know, it, it was nice that like they they had these like free giveaways um, at TwitchCon itself. But um, but I, th- I think it's worth noting that at the uh, Amazon Gaming Lab, we, we were waiting in line for maybe fifteen minutes before we realized that the line was not um, moving. It's because there's uh, like three stations, and one of the stations was um, you play Mario on the original Nintendo NES. Oh. Yeah, and, and, you know, they had the whole CRT set up and everything. Nice. Basically, the guy that was on the couch um, seemed like he was a speedrunner because he knew what he was doing. He, he just kept playing along, and he, he didn't look like he was going to die anytime soon because, you know, otherwise, like, if you die, then obviously the next person comes up and plays it, and then you, you, get, a, uh, you get a little prize for participation. But, you know, obviously, we didn't, again, we didn't want to wait in line, so we... we Finally dropped down after like waiting for a while. Mm, mm. Yeah. Um. So what? Okay. So let's start with uh. What? 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 What was at TwitchCon? Like, what else did you see? You saw Blizzard. You saw Amazon. Were there uh, like famous Twitch streamers there? Or yeah, yeah. So the way it works is the uh, so the conference would they would have a schedule of different large events. So mm. have multiple theaters. One was called 
the Bible Thump Theater. <laughs> Another was called the Kappa Theater. Another was like Sandstorm Theater. There's a Twitch main stage and so on and so forth. And then they would also have these um, popular streamers uh, come by, um, well, to the various events, but also they would have booths set up on the expo floor, which is on the first floor, mm-hmm. um, which, which, by the way, it, it, was, it was taking place in Moscone West in San Francisco. So uh, they, they spread out the streamers over different time slots. So let's just say like from Friday to 10 to 10.30, you would have like one streamer literally just standing there and there would be a line of people waiting to you know talk to the streamer or uh, you can get their autograph or maybe they'll give you a, a, a hug or something like that. Cool, um, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I, I to be completely frank, I because I don't follow Twitch nearly as much as I do, um, you know, just do other things like the. I, I didn't know too many people, but mm. uh, there was one person I really wanted to see, but I couldn't. And uh, that person was it's Hafu, and uh, oh, she, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So she she was actually there. But just on Friday at a different time slot, and I was at work, so there was no way I could have um, got there anyway. Mm. Yeah, but but when I was there, there was a there was a streamer. I think his name was Crips, Crip or Crips. Oh yeah, Crip. Yeah, yeah. Crip. He he was. Uh, so his line, the line to see him was really long. Like, yeah, yeah. He was by far the most popular of all the streamers um, at the time that I was uh, you know walking around. So. Mm. Oh yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, for the viewers, the, both of these people are Hearthstone players right now. Yeah. I think they've done stuff before, but I, I know them for their Hearthstone play. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, you know, today I logged on to twitch.tv just to see if she's uh, still active, and very much so. She's, she was playing a, a game when uh, I logged in today. So yeah. She's doing well for herself, so after all this time. She's actually really good at uh, arena mode. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's done. I used to watch a lot of Trump, another Hearthstone player, mm-hmm. and they would do a lot of like dual arena. Like they would, um, like Trump would play arena, but then before he would make any like major decisions, he would ask uh, Hafu what she thought. And oh, really? Yeah, and um, and it's really interesting because you would see Trump, um, like he w- he did really well in the base base Hearthstone set, but then when the expansion started coming out. Uh, like the meta would change and things got a little more aggressive, like in the game. Uh-huh. And uh, and Trump wasn't um, as like naturally, um, he wasn't as like good at adapting to like an aggressive mindset. So he's all he's always trying to get like the value decision, right? Like, right. you know, get getting like the the value sacrifice or like not attacking because it it's more value to like wait another turn. While yeah. Hafu was more willing to to make a sacrifice for like, you know, so that like it sucks now and it might not be like the best decision, but you know, she's willing to take a risk for like maybe like a better payoff. Yeah. And, um, and because of that, like it kind of makes her better at like arena where things are a little more random and it's hard to predict what the opponent's doing. So it it was really interesting, but Hafu's legit. So I, I feel like you should do a Hearthstone episode. The way you're just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a couple. I have a couple of friends who are uh, Legend, so we could we could have a Hearthstone episode coming up. That that yeah. would be pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think a, a big part of Twitch TV is um, are are these uh, Hearthstone streamers. 
I think the most popular is right now is uh, League of Legends, followed by Hearthstone. So wow, really? Yeah, yeah. it's just go on the uh, main site, click games on the left, and you'll you'll see it. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. So so you were mentioning earlier that there were like uh, like more main events. Um, yeah. For TwitchCon, uh, what what like were these main events comprised of? I I, I well. I, to be honest, I did not go to any, any of them. I dropped in on a few, but uh, they they were uh, they they were in kind of in the middle of speaking about their topics, so I didn't really get to catch much. But the one that I dropped in on was um, for speed running, and hmm. it, it's interesting because I I would have thought they would have some live demonstration of like, oh, this is what it looks like to speed run, or uh, this is you know. Person A who's doing a speed run for the world championship. Yeah, right, yeah, right yeah. now live, right? But instead, no, they just had a panel of people just talking about uh, speed running, and it was oh. it, it seemed very unengaging and <laughs> to be to be frank, very disappointing because even even the size of the audience was pretty much like very tiny. Like at, at uh, by the time that I got in there, so mm. yeah. But you know, I, I think. Um, I don't. I don't think the really the um, the draw for for TwitchCon was centered on these events as so much as like uh, it was for just meeting the streamers and seeing mm -hmm. the different like showcases uh, that the the different gaming companies have. Because um, I, you know, I I didn't mention this before, but you know I was so distracted about t trying to like show you give you a picture of what the whole TwitchCon looks like. But mm -hmm. basically, they had you know Street Fighter Five, which is um, not obviously not released yet, and right. they had um, about 10, 10 um, arcade booths just you know for people who wanted to uh, play against each other. I actually played a game against um, someone. Oh, that's awesome! Um, How was yeah, it? Yeah, I um, the guy that I played against was pretty uh, pretty awesome. He's pretty nice, and uh, the whole experience was very affable. Like I, I really expected to you know play against like a hardcore Street Fighter person that would you know give me some looks or you know just not be social or just kind of was really mean about the whole thing but in fact it was the very opposite so that was really cool mm. um I mean, I mean i can get into it a little bit more but uh just kind of give you an idea of like what else went on um they had a lot of games that were funded by kickstarters um oh, interesting okay. yeah yeah because you think about like um, all these un relatively unknown games by relatively unknown publishers, they they need to find an outlet to sort of market their game, and I think Twitch was their their outlet for that. Because, Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, like they they had a lot of these beta key giveaways or demo key give giveaways, and they were and they were actually like smaller booths where um, you know they, they had like a poll, and then there's like four sides to it, like TV on each side, and um, you, you know, you play the game while other people are watching, or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with it. When if, if you guys ever been to like some any any sort of uh, game game convention, um, but just to give you uh, some of the some ideas of what games were there, there were like there was uh, Bro Force. Uh, there was nice, nice. I, I think Bro Force is not. It, it's it's already released. Right? It, so it's I, in beta right now. Oh, it's in beta. Yeah, oh. it's released as beta. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. oh, I, I saw this one game that looked really interesting called Into the Gungeon. And, and okay. that might, it's uh, it's basically Dungeon, but instead of, with a D, instead of a D, it's a, with a G. 
And that looked really interesting. So think about like a top-down, contra-style um, play of, of okay, a okay. game, but uh, a little bit more with graphics that aren't gritty, but rather more like uh, Final Fantasy-esque. So um, it's got that kind of uh, cutesy animation look to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, uh, just, there was like this, there was this um, virtual reality booth Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I couldn't, they, I, don't, I don't know what it was called because they didn't exactly um, put their name in, in a very easy, easily seen place. Mm. But basically what, what happened was um, you sat down on this wheelchair and then you put on the, the v, uh, virtual reality device on your head and then you hold this gun, right? <laughs> and so the, the whole time, like, you, you see this guy, like, in a wheelchair, like pointing his gun around and like pulling on the trigger. I'm assuming he sees some sort of zombie. Like there wasn't a video. Unfortunately, there wasn't a video preview. Oh, it looked really, really funny. Like just watching the guy like moving around in his little wheelchair. So, yeah. I saw. Um, it, this is probably a completely different project, but I saw on YouTube. Uh, I forgot the group's name, but it was just like a group of four guys, and they were they were making this game for virtual reality. Yeah. And, it was it was basically just like a western shooting simulator so you would have like a like a one of those like western cowboy like not cowboy the yeah kind of cowboy like revolver things mm-hmm. and they would just shoot like bottles from far away but they were never on a wheelchair so it was probably something different but it looked pretty cool so yeah i i feel like the state of these uh, virtual reality games is just amazing right now like yeah it, it's starting to pick up uh, very very quickly um, I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing like very like the first consoles for these virtual realities in a couple of years even. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like when when uh, you know the PS4, the Xbox uh, One, and you know the Wii U starts to retire, then uh, these these virtual reality machines might start to kick in. Like, yeah. I, I saw on on, uh, on one of these uh, gaming news websites where basically they're uh, they they had like a simulation where it's like a haunted amusement park. Oh wow! And and yeah, as you'd imagine, like basically you're in a haunted house in virtual reality, and anything basically can jump out at you and uh, crap at you. You know, uh, 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 <laughs> I, I don't know how how I feel about that. I mean, I'm already scared scared enough uh, watching these um, you know scary movies on a 2D. TV as it is, but being put in a virtual reality, that's like insane. Yeah. I've had nightmares for days. I'm all sorts of pass on a scary video. <laughs> I am good. I, I'm a wuss. I'm a wuss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I actually went to uh, a virtual reality, um, what's it called? Like, I don't want to say like conference, but it was just like a meeting and they yeah. had like a bunch of uh, like people who made like different VRs, like Leap Motion and. Uh, What's what's the main one called again? Um, uh, Oculus. Oculus, yeah, Oculus, like some Oculus people there. Yeah, and um, and they were all like super passionate about VR and saying like they they're like so sure that VR is like the future of technology. It, mm-hmm. It's really really crazy. Like, yeah, like jump jump on that train, man. Like people are serious about it. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I'd throw that money if, at it if I could, but there's just no company where you can do that unless you have like. Yeah, you know, a ton of money, but right, <laughs> right, that's true. Um, 
So uh, really quick, uh, for those of you who don't know, Kickstarter is a crowdfunding website where people kind of put up neat projects like, oh, you know, I, I want to like make a game uh, that's like this, but, you know, I need money. And if you, you know, if you donate money, like maybe you get like certain like rewards, like early access or something. Um, but it's just a way of showcasing, you know, what you got and then people kind of like, donating in hopes of like, wow, this project is really cool. Like, you know, let me donate some money so I can see it become a reality. And uh, it some really cool things have come out from it and uh, some things have flopped. So it's it's always a little bit of a risk, but it's a really it's a really cool website and a cool concept. So, uh, yeah, that's what Johnny was talking about earlier uh, with the Kickstarter stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm actually really really um, surprised that that like a, that a lot of the events were just like conferences. You would think it'd be like a literal live stream of like you know everyone in the room and like some dude playing like a really cool game or something. But uh, I mean I guess it's cool to like to hear about like kind of like the back like behind the scenes of streaming and stuff because I don't know what goes on so. Yeah, I'm sure they had some of that too. Uh, I mean, by and large, there, it was a conference centered around gaming. Um, I, I think the stream part was not as emphasized, even though they did have a big portion dedicated to it. I mean, they did. I remember there was like a booth where uh, there were these four guys just constantly talking about uh, different types of indie games that are out there. Mm. Um, and they were just sitting there while everybody else was watching them. It almost felt like you were at uh, one of those like sport, live sport events, like, <laughs> like at before uh, NFL game or after NFL game where like there's a crowd behind the booth and also in front of the booth and you can see yourself on TV if you really wanted to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so it felt like a lot like that. that it was really cool. But, uh, you know, it, it, I think... Obviously, like without the gaming aspect of it, I don't think TwitchCon would have been nearly as big or even uh, something that existed, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I really enjoyed it. Like it was, it was you know, coming from someone who's never actually been to one of these gaming co- conferences, it was very interesting to see how uh, they tried to, um, you know, interact with the community because. You know, they're, they're, for one thing, you know, they had the gaming booths, they had the, 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 the theaters where they had, you know, key, keynote speakers. Uh, they also had these, like, mini booths where they had people actually streaming on Twitch.tv, oh. which, by the way, you could have seen the, pretty much the entire TwitchCon um, through Twitch.tv, so, which might explain why, like, no, it was, more, it was not more full than it could have been. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, because it's, it's almost like self-defeating, right? Why, why go to... A, a live event when you can just watch everything from twitch.tv right uh, yeah yeah <laughs> but why go uh, outside ever when i could just stay inside yeah <laughs> they're probably busy like streaming league of legends or something <laughs> yeah but uh they also had like uh, on for example on the third floor there's this area and i know this will probably interest you it's like there's this area where a guy was djing and Guess what he was DJing? He was DJing uh, like video game music with his own style to it. You know, he would add you know some some effects to it, some bass, and he would try to mix it with another song. So the one that I uh, happened to hear was in, uh, from Zelda. I, I think it was the Overworld theme, but with a little bit of um, you know snazz to it. It wasn't nice. just straight up like you know a song from Zelda. It was really cool. Um, and then there, in that little area, 
you get you can buy yourself a beer and just chill out with other gamers or streamers and and just like uh, talk. It's almost like a little um, daytime bar that they set up on the third floor. Hmm. Was uh, it like a? I'm imagining like a like a nerd dance floor going on, or was it more like people <laughs> just like hanging around and lounging and stuff? And it's a lot of lounging. Okay. Um, they they set up a lot of these gigantic pillows that they just put on the floor, so you would see these uh, conference attendees just literally fall asleep on these big pillows, taking a nap because. Um, they've just been there for the last like day, day and a half. And, yeah, yeah. Um, right. I mean, they, they look really comfortable too. Um, so, so other things that were kind of noteworthy was there. There was an area where you could play old classic uh, arcade games. Um, so think about like Area Fifty One, um, Tetris, and oh, by the way, like that Tetris game was so old that you can't press a button and instantly have the piece fall down to all the way to the ground. Right, the original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's the original. As original as original as you can get because you have to actually push the joystick down and wait for it to go down before um, the next piece, you know. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, I, I got really uh, frustrated by it. <laughs> yeah. They also have like Street Fighter 2 uh, arcade so it's just a bunch of arcade machines lying nice. around That's awesome. for you to you know just chill out with. It's really cool. I I'm glad they didn't like charge you like quarters for it because I would have been like really annoyed because you know who carries quarters around nowadays. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, yeah, so I know. I know ArenaNet who made Guild Wars Two. I know they went there because they they were kind of like saying that they were going to visit uh, San Francisco and stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, Were you disappointed? What's up? Were you disappointed? Uh, It would have been cool to see them for sure. Uh, I actually met an ArenaNet employee uh, the other week, just randomly. So, oh, cool. They're they're all really cool people. So from from the Reddit, from the subreddit at least. So wow, great to meet them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, they're if I mean if if you want to kind of get another picture of like what happened with. At TwitchCon, yeah, there, yeah, there there are a few other things like they had like a gigantic rock band station. Um, I think they're trying to advertise their newest iteration of Rock Band, Rock Band Four. Um, oh, nice. I didn't, you know, get go close to it, but I assume like it's probably similar to all the other ones that they released, but probably a little bit more um, advanced. You know, it seems like every time they release some music, musically music instrument related game. It becomes more and more like the actual real instrument. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> maybe like Rock Band number ten will use uh, real guitars. <laughs> oh, isn't the new Rock Band the one where there's two rows of buttons now? It's like two rows of. Three, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's three right. Three buttons or something, something insane like that. Like that's crazy. Yeah. So I mean, I think they're slowly in, again that they're slowly inching toward the um, the real guitar. Yeah, <laughs> that's madness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, there were also some interesting booths where I felt like it had very little to do with the actual TwitchCon, but they may have been there because I think there's uh, somewhat of a strong, there have been sort of an evolving relationship between gaming and charities. So I I think one of the biggest proponents of gaming charities was I forget what it was called but it involved playing Pokemon 
for charity. Huh. And it was like this, uh, you're going to have to correct me. Um, I mean, basically it was a, a long, um, it was like 24 hours or 36 hours, 48 hours, something like that, where you basically just play and play and play Pokemon and people would fundraise through uh, playing these uh, Pokemon games and, and uh, it would be all given to charity. Uh, I, I don't even remember what the charity was called. Um, but anyway, like the, um, they had like an area where it was all dedicated to charities. Like they, they had uh, what's called Tillify, which allowed a lot of these streamers to put on their stream page. And uh, essentially what, what it does is that if you, you know, if you put it on your stream page, people can donate for a good cause or, or to some sort of charity. And it's just a way for like gamers to, to give back um, through their efforts of, you know, conquering the next Mario level or, uh, you know, beating the next opponent on Leo Legends. Um, so it's just an easy way because, you know, they figure that, okay, well, they're going to be watching this person anyway, and they, they tend to donate to the streamer, and why not donate to charity? So I think that's what some of the streamers would go for. Um, they also had, like, Doctors Without Borders there, which, which oh. seemed really random. Like, I mean, Doctors Without Borders? Like, what has <laughs> that to do with, like, video game streaming? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Very strange. It's really cool, though, that... Uh... Yeah, like I know the speedrun people, they do a lot of donation uh, stuff too, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I'm all for, you know, gamers helping out the world, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you, you want to hear about my story with the, the Street Fighter Five? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, so here, here's what happened. Uh, I, I was first of all surprised by like the short lines at TwitchCon for Street Fighter V, I would have thought there was a, like a large, much bigger turnout. But then again, they, they didn't exactly try to advertise themselves. They didn't have any giant banners saying, oh, play Street Fighter V here or any giveaways. And it just seemed like, it almost seemed it was someone just thought of like bringing Street Fighter V there last minute. And every even there wasn't even a specific booth that was dedicated to the game. So... Anyway, I, I lined up and, you know, I see a bunch of screens. Like there, there are five arcade machines lined up next to each other mm-hmm. and, and on one row and then another five on the other side. So, you know, as I'm lining up, I'm watching the different screens and it seemed over and over again, they, a lot of people are playing um, this character called Karen, you know, Karen with an I instead of an E. And apparently she's like one of the more powerful characters, at least in, at this stage um, of, of the game. Mm. Um, and so when I got up, I, I was uh, playing. I wanted to look for Ken, but I couldn't actually find Ken, even though uh, there were only 12 characters. But it turns out like they gave him a, a giant facelift, like how, uh, how he looks like. And even his movesets are a lot different from like the previous uh, Street Fighters that I played. Uh, so, so you couldn't recognize him? It, well, it was it, it was kind of hard to recognize at first because he, you know, traditionally he wears the the red, um, the red uniform. I yeah. Think. Do you do you call it gi or what, what do you call it? Ooh, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. you, you call it something, and his red uniform, and he, his move set is basically identical to uh, Ryu's move set, except you know he has different emphasis on on uh, different moves. And, you know, you can 
play them interchangeably if you're not like someone who's pro. Right. I'm sure there's all kinds of differences once you get up to that level. But it like as, as when I chose them, it, it seemed right off the bat that his like moveset was completely shifted from the traditional Ken that I was so used to playing since like oh. Street Fighter Two. So it's crazy. Well Yeah, I, I mean um, well, this is coming from like a, a noob, right? So uh, you know, then again, like you, you guys uh, probably shouldn't take my word too seriously on this um, regard. Well, okay. First yeah. of all, it, it is Gi. Nice job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> second of all, uh, even in Street Fighter Four Ultra, the latest one, Ken mm-hmm. still had like Hadouken, Shoryuken, the Tatsu kick, whatever it's called. Like, yeah. um, did Ken not have any of those anymore? Well, no, he he still had it, but what I was referring more so was if if you press like kick, he doesn't just kick horizontally anymore. He kicks like vertically, like uh, almost like a vertical, uh, like a diagonally vertical kick. Mm. So so it, like usually um, he just basically looks like Ryu, mirrors Ryu, but it's he just completely has a different personality here. I mean, his gi was down and. And like his his character color is more of a black color instead of um, a red color, so hmm. uh, I mean, go figure. You, you're gonna, you guys, uh, your your listeners are gonna have to correct me on every level for this because I'm uh, I'm not an expert on Street Fighter by no means. But hey, most of them probably haven't even played Street Fighter Five, so. <laughs> well, you don't know, right? But in, in, in any case, like th- this guy that I was playing, as I was saying earlier he, he was really nice like this guy so i asked him oh, so are you are you someone that's pro or are you are you like a um someone who plays quite a lot and he said that um he wasn't but uh, but then well let me back up for a second so he he was but then he, he went to college and he had like a hiatus and so he never got into street fighter 4 but uh, apparently he was really into like street fighter uh street fighter 3 street fighter 2 alpha and and uh, some of the older ones. Oh, old school. Yeah, very old school. But um, when when he went to college, like that's when uh, like the Street Fighter Four started getting picking up, right? So he skipped that generation. But when I played him, he seemed like he knew what he was doing. Because um, at first, like I, I told him, it's like, hey, don't go easy on me just because I'm a noob, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do do your worst. And I, I think he still kind of you know, like hesitated to really go uh, hold. Like really, you know, unleash his wrath on me. Mm. So I had some good, like I had some good hits on him. He he um, he even he even went like, oh whoa, hold on, you know, like like I can't let my guard down. I mean, I, I'm just a complete noob. I'm I'm not well. I'm not button mashing. I'm not like very good either. So mm. I I got maybe got got maybe down to like half health. But then nice. yeah, and then, and then and then for the rest of the uh, the two three matches or two matches, um, he basically destroyed me um but this new character karen like i couldn't i i you know i i'm not sure like what's so appealing about her moveset but then she's seems to be very powerful at this Mm. um point point in the game development because every other screen i saw that character karen so yeah 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 there's a there's gonna be that one guy out there who who's a street fighter pro yeah, and he's played Street Fighter Five, and he's listening to this podcast. Yeah, one guy, and he's like, "Oh, the Incarnat." He thinks that no one out here has played Street Fighter Five, but this noob Johnny doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he should come on the show and talk about Street Fighter 
5 or even Street Fighter 4 uh, the next chance he gets. Yes, listeners. I would like to hear that. <laughs> Listener, if, you, if you're out there and you're this guy that we're talking about, go to to my site, incronaut.com slash talk and put a comment. We would love you to come onto the show. Um, yeah. Anthony, Anthony from uh, a couple episodes, he's predicted that Street Fighter V is going to have evil Ken, which would, uh, ex- which would explain the gi kind of being torn up. Yeah. And him having like a little darker look, but... Uh, we don't know yet, so... Yeah, maybe. I mean, they got, that could co- go along with this character lore, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, though. Street Fighter V, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, of all places, uh, it was, it was you know, it was playable at TwitchCon. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think, I think, you know, I, I, I may be wrong, but... It, was it? I think this may have been the first TwitchCon they had. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, yeah. they, unfortunately, they call it TwitchCon 2015, so that doesn't really Tell help you. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I think this was the first one, and uh, I was gonna say earlier, like the, I think a lot of the reason why people like it might not have been as popular as it could have been, or um. Or, like, why a lot of people maybe opted to stay at home and watch it through the stream is because, like, I think this is the first TwitchCon. And and because of that, like, there's people like me who I watch Twitch, like, pretty frequently, and I had no idea what TwitchCon was about. I'm like, why would I go to a conference about, like, streaming? Like, that that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, And that's why we have you on the show to, to let us know, like, what is going on here. And, um, I invited you, but you just chose not to come. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and it ended up I had a at a wedding that day, so it I probably couldn't have gone anyways. But yeah. um, but yeah, and then now uh, Gaming now, now yeah yeah now that I know what's uh, TwitchCon about, you know, and the and the listeners have a better idea, like maybe next year, like they'll they'll kind of have some improvements, and I don't know, it it could be a a pretty big thing. It sounds awesome so far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They they actually had an area. Well, it seemed pretty popular because I mean this this might just be true of conferences, but they had a, a huge line just so so you can buy T-shirts and other like Twitch merchandise. Mm. I was really surprised by that because usually people line up for free stuff, but people are lining up for the chance to buy like overpriced T-shirts for. This. <laughs> And, I, and frankly, I, that boggled my mind, but it seemed like a lot of people were uh, really, really big on to uh, the Twitch, the whole Twitch um, scene. So yeah, yeah. But they, they uh, aside from that, like they, they, they had other things like uh, a lot of graphic cards, um, graphic card companies like Corsair and uh, uh, well, they, they actually do memory, but. They they had some uh, other like Nvidia. Nvidia was there. Huh. Um, I, I believe it was Nvidia. I could be wrong. Like I wasn't really paying attention to the the hardware side of things, but they had their area dedicated to it. Um, Alienware had the, this like big giant truck that was decked out with like music and other stuff to showcase their hardware. You know, because they're they're known to be like a gaming um, PC hardware uh, company. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but in any case, uh, I I thought that that was pretty good overall. Awesome, awesome. Uh, do you have any last words about 
TwitchCon 2015? Uh, I would say, you know, it, it is worth checking out. Like, it's a lot more than just about streaming. So if they decide to have it again next year, uh, TwitchCon 2016, I definitely recommend it because, um, you know, I, I bet you, like, Blizzard will make every opportunity to make it out again. Um, and even if it's just for the freebie, which, by the way, was the, the StarCraft's Zergling. So right. it, 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 it's basically the car, uh, someone made a cartoon based on StarCraft 2, and um, it was so cute and funny that, you know, I think Blizzard somehow got involved and um, made merchandise uh, based on those things. So I, they gave out, like, free StarCraft's Zerglings. That's so um, awesome. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, like, super cute. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do with mine. It's like a little figurine or... No, it's uh, it's like a little plushie awesome. that's attached to lanyard, but it comes off the lanyard, so you can probably like put it on uh, your my my car deck or something like that. But uh, I mean, I, I highly recommend just uh, go checking checking it out, uh, meeting up with the, the the streamers that you follow, get their autographs, or you know, give them a big hug, or or at least take a picture of them. It's really cool. I I, I like the whole idea. It's almost like meeting like, the mini celebrity. You know, like it's not. You know, you're not meeting Brad Pitt or Matt Damon or Jennifer Aniston or something, but uh, you, you're meeting like people like you, you, you know, who, who you like, who basically watch play um, a game that you like like ten times better than you. So yeah, 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 it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, they are they are celebrities in their own way, right? It's just yeah. the the community you're involved in. So yeah, yep, that's awesome. I personally had no idea what TwitchCon was, so I am so glad that you were able to come onto the show and let us know, Johnny. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the viewers, you heard it here. TwitchCon 2016 may or may not come next year, but 2015 seemed like a blast, like a like a nerd party I would have loved to gone to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is episode 26 of NPC Talk. My name is Inkernot, here with Johnny. Tonight, guys, we are out. Have a good night.